Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adiwumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. But let's, this time, let's talk about the faith of Daniel in the Bible. In the book of Daniel, we're going to go through the life history of Daniel and see how this man exercised himself, that he was listed among the men of faith, and how God was well pleased with him. When we say faith, we believers as Christians, we are actually called to be men of faith and when we are saying we are men of faith we must do something to please our God and the Bible said in Hebrew chapter 11 that without faith it is impossible to please the Lord without faith it is impossible to please the Lord so we're going to go through the book of Daniel and see this example of Daniel how he manifested or demonstrated his faith that was reputed for him. We know the story of Daniel that God gave him wisdom and skill, but how did he get this wisdom and skill? How come that he was chosen among the rest of the Hebrew children to be the one to, to receive this wisdom and skill that God gave to him? And let's go through the, from the book of Daniel chapter 1 and see what we can find out about the, the life history of Daniel and his ways so that we can also, if we pattern our way similar to that, we will see the same type of reward or better reward because we are under the covenant of grace. However, even with this covenant of grace, God expects something from us. God expects us to walk with Him. Just like all these prophets of old that we are looking at their life history and seeing their activation of faith, they were walking with God. And that was what was recorded about Enoch. In the Bible that Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him away and we are believing that we are going to go and meet Jesus Christ in the air we have also to walk with Jesus and place him so that we can also receive this similar kind of reward of men that please God and without faith it is impossible to place him now let's go through the book of Daniel who was this man Daniel according to the book of Daniel in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. This was Daniel chapter 1, verse 1, I just read. Now, that was in the days of the kings in Israel. The last few kings of Judah that were overthrown by Nebuchadnezzar, and, took, and when Judah was taken away captive, Daniel was one of the people that were taken away. And verse 2 says, And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shina, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Now, among them was Daniel that were captured. And if we actually go back to the, to the story in the book of Kings, we will see that there was a prophecy given by Isaiah the prophet to Ezekiah the king of Judah when he was still alive that the king of Babylon will take away even the sons of the, the, the descendants of Ezekiah and that there will be Enoch's in the house of uh, the king of Babylon that was prophesied to Ezekiah the king and Ezekiah didn't really think, think many much about it. 
However, this thing happened, and Daniel happened to be one of the descendants of the king of Judah. Very likely one of the descendants of Hezekiah. And he was taken captive among the young people that were taken to Babylon. And so the story went that Hezekiah in the book of 2nd Kings chapter 20 let me read it close immediately to you so that you can see the background of how Daniel came to be in Babylon in the 2nd in Kings chapter 20 verse 14 then came Isaiah the prophet unto King Hezekiah and said unto him what said this man and from whence came they unto thee now, before I go for that chapter to that verse, let me go to verse 12 and see how the king of Babylon sent his ambassadors to go and salute Ezekiah the king because he was he had been sick. Verse 12 of Second Kings chapter 20. Say at that time Berodak Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present unto Ezekiah, for he had heard that Ezekiah had been sick. And Ezekiah hearkened unto them and showed them all the house of his precious things, the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment and all the house of his, ham, of his armor and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Ezekiah showed them not. Now what was happening here, you can remember the story of Ezekiah. He was very sick unto death and God healed Ezekiah the king and even reversed the son there for him by the prayer of Isaiah the prophet so he had a friend in, in king of Babylon they were friendly in those days and Bero, they call him Berodak Baladan and he sent ambassadors to Ezekiah to, to greet him with letters concerning his sickness and so Ezekiah gave them a tour of his kingdom and during that tour of the kingdom, Isaiah the prophet came with a prophecy to Ezekiah in verse 14. And Isaiah came and said, What said this man, and from whence came they unto thee? And Ezekiah said, Oh, they are come from a far country, even from Babylon. And Isaiah said, What have they seen in thy house? And Ezekiah answered, All the things that are in my house have they seen. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. Because you give them a, a royal entourage, a royal tour of his of his dominion. And then Isaiah in verse sixteen said, Hear the word of the Lord, behold, the days come that all that is in thy house and that which thy fathers have laid up in store unto this day shall be carried into Babylon. Nothing shall be left, said the Lord. And of thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away and they shall be Enoch's in the palace of the king of Babylon. And that was the prophecy that Isaiah gave to Ezekiah concerning the tour that he just gave to the men of Babylon who, have, who had come to salute him. But it didn't occur in the days of Ezekiah. You have to remember it occurred almost two or three kings after Ezekiah. Because Ezekiah said, Well, good is the word of the Lord which thou hast spoken. Is it not good if peace and truth be in my days? So Ezekiel didn't take anything much about it. But that was the prophecy and it happened in the days of Daniel. 
when Daniel was a young man, maybe a teenager. And so when we get back to the book of Daniel, chapter 1, you could see when it finally happened, the Jehovah king who was the king of Judah in that day was like the grandson of Ezekiah when this actually finally took place. But now that was not what we are really trying to go into. We want to talk about faith of Daniel and how he got this faith. What was his way of life that gave him this type of type of uh, favor with God because we want favor with God when we want our faith to activate result, to get result supernatural result or miraculous result that we always love everybody loves to have supernatural result however to get this supernatural result you must be a man of faith because the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please the Lord now let's go on and see the life history of Daniel so in Daniel chapter 1 verse 3 we read that Daniel being one of the Enoch's that was one of the men that was taken to the to the house of the king of Babylon they were made Enoch's in verse 3 and the king spake unto Aspenaz the master of his Enoch's that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes so you can see Daniel has to be one of the seed of the king of Israel and one of the princes of Israel it's the children in whom was no blemish but well favored and skillful in all wisdom and scorning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning of the, and the tongue of the Chaldeans so and the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king now among these were the sh of the children of Judah Daniel Ananiah Mishael and Azariah. Now, these four are, just, are not the only Hebrews. There are other Hebrew children, but these are the four that stood up. These four men stand out of the crowd. And that's what we are talking about here. So, one thing you first have to notice that when the time they started talking about these four Hebrew men, because they stood out in their attitude and in their way of life that make the Bible to distinguish them from the rest of the Hebrews. That is the first thing I want you to take note of when it comes to faith. You may be in the midst of a congregation of believers, Christians, born again believers in your group. But you have got to stand out of the crowd also by your way of life, by your closeness to the Lord, by your love for Jesus, and by the things you do concerning the Lord, your zeal for God. You have to know that. It has to be something that you do that is others don't do. Some specific things that will make you stand out of the crowd that will make God say, Hey, here is one that is after my heart. And that was what you also will see in the book of in the about King David. God God spoke about King David. He said, David was a man after my own heart. If God can say that of the King David, what was David doing differently? You have to go and look at the life history of David. You will notice that. He was a singer always singing praises to God. So that is one thing you have to note. And so when you see in this chapter, you will notice that Daniel was also, and these three other Hebrew children were also doing something spectacular. Let's begin to see how they portray themselves before God. And so the Bible said, 
Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the Enos gave names, for they gave to Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, and to Ananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Now, verse 8, if we swear we are really going, how did these men distinguish themselves from the rest of the Hebrews? Verse 8 says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Daniel purposed within himself that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. The first thing that we notice in the life of Daniel was he had purpose in within him said that he was going to remain pure to God for God's use. And in their own generation, to be pure in their in their own religion means that they have to avoid some meat, some type of food, unclean meat according to what the Lord of Moses gave them. Now that was a pattern for you that if you want to distinguish yourself from the crowd so that God will say this is a man after my own heart you must sanctify yourself set yourself apart for the Lord it may be in your fasting lifestyle seeking the face of God it may be in your praising the Lord regularly day or night which others don't do you've got to distinguish yourself one way sanctify yourself unto the Lord and you can think of many ways that you can keep yourself separate from sin and from all ungodly things like the Bible said in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 6 said, Touch not the unclean thing that was said in the book of in the in the New Testament. So you have to know what are the unclean things that I must separate myself from. The Bible said, And I will be unto you a father, and you will be my sons and daughters. Second Corinthians chapter 6 told us exactly that we have to separate ourselves from some things. He said, What agreement us light with darkness? What concord? As he that believeth with an infidel, verse 14 of Second Corinthians chapter 6, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you and will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now that was in the New Testament telling us to keep ourselves separate from sin and the pollutions of the world. What could be the pollutions of the world? It could be all their dirty movies. It could be all their ungodliness, homosexuality, all the dirty talks that goes on around you. You've got to keep yourself away from the, those things to keep yourself separate from the, from the ungodliness and also rebuke them that are doing those things. And God will say, hey, here is one of them that is after my own heart. So as we are saying, Daniel proposed to keep himself free from the pollutions that came through the meat that the king was serving them. So when we say we want to please God, this is one example of how we should begin to order ourselves. Daniel decided that that was what he was going to do. Now, 
didn't it won't it didn't come to Danny easily like that. When he mentioned that he wanted to separate himself like that, there would be some eyebrows raised. Now verse nine said, even though God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs, but the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your meat and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. So then said Daniel to Melissa, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Say, prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat, and as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So Daniel used wisdom and said, They are not going to let us avoid this king's meat and all this uh, unclean meat according to the law of the Hebrews. So what will he do? So he wanted them to, to try them for 10 days. That after 10 days, if we still look, if we look worse than the rest of the crowd in what we eat, then you can, you can change your mind. But if we look okay, then you let us keep eating what we like to eat and not what the king was recommending for us to eat. Now, just like we said, anytime you want to stand for righteousness, there will be opposition. But there will always be a way to avoid those opposition. And that is the way that God gave to Daniel here was he told them to, to prove it, to prove him and his and his and his colleagues. And when he was proving for ten days, they found that they were even looking better than those that have been eating the, the king's portion. Now, in our own case, you want to follow the Lord, you want to sanctify yourself. Maybe you decide that you are you are maybe you are a student in high school or in the college or in the place where you work. And you realize that you wanted to separate yourself from all those things that the, we just read in the Second Corinthians as touch not your unclean things. What agreement as idols with the temple of God? And you say, Well, I'm going to keep myself away from them. There will be persecution. Some people will ridicule you. They might laugh at you, but that shouldn't bother you. Don't let that bother you. They might say it's not possible, or you but if you look closely, you might see that there's a way out. A way to avoid all their ungodliness. Take for example, maybe you are walking in a place and they declare a party in that place where they expect all the members of the all the employees party, and the party is going to be reveling, banqueting, ungodliness, fornication, and you feel as if you are intimidated to go. You don't have to be there. Let's say you maybe you want to be outspoken before that party that I am a different person. Let them know whom you are already. So that they can avoid inviting you. So that they can actually inv stop inviting you to their party. Because when you begin to make yourself known, that is perhaps going to be a false deliverance for you. And many ways, there will be a way where you can see that you can avoid all of those intimidation. So that you don't have to be in their environment. Because God said, touch not your unclean thing. And many other things, you can always look around and say, if I look closely, I don't have to succumb to what they are inviting me or forcing me to come and participate in because God wants you to be pure and holy. And yet, you see, we have love in your heart for them, talking to them about the love of Jesus without being ashamed of it. And you have to remember that. Now, that is the first step of Daniel that we see here, that Daniel, first of all, demonstrated that he was going to stand out for God, not ashamed of what others might say. Stand and be counted for Jesus is the word. 
Stand and be counted. Stand up and be counted for Jesus. That you will do what you believe to be the right thing. That you will not take bribery. That you will not give bribes. That you are going to stand pure and holy. Touch not your unclean thing. That is the first step towards walking close to God. Because you are saying, how can I exercise? How can I get this kind of faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you also know that the spiritual faith that some of these prophets were using was a special gift of faith God gave. And you can see that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that there is a special gift of faith that comes from the Holy Ghost. But if it says gift, then you must be a candidate for that gift. How can I be a candidate for that gift that God can give to me? You've got to walk with God like we are just saying. And that's an example of somebody that started walking with God. This is how he manifested or demonstrated that he loved God enough to separate himself from the ungodliness by refusing to eat the king's meat but he didn't do it by in the form of rebellion he actually asked for permission it looked as if they might not give him permission but he used it as it prove us and first let us test us for 10 days and if you see that we are okay then let us keep on eating what we wanted to eat and when they tested them they found that they were okay and that was the first thing you will notice in the lifestyle of Daniel that hey it is possible for you also to avoid sin it is possible for you also to sanctify yourself and tell whoever is the boss over you or your principal in your school that prove me and you will see that this is the right way to go instead of you being called a rebellious person because you refuse to do what they are doing or but you still be saying what you want to say in love telling them that that is the right way without being just antagonistic but you have to know that it takes standing firm that they see that you are consistent in what you believe and what you practice and what you want to do and they will respect you for what you are standing for. Now, in verse 12 we see how Daniel was proved and verse 13 and verse 15 and at the end of 10 days their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus, Melissa took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. Now, this is what how they on this side what they did and what was the result was that they were looking fairer and better because they chose to keep themselves away from the what they classify as unclean unclean food. Now here is how God blessed them in verse seventeen. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. Now, take note of this. Some people may say it is because of what they eat that gave them this knowledge. Not so. It was God that gave them the knowledge in, 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 in acknowledging their stand for Jesus. The same way when you stand for Christ, you will be better than your peers because God will give you wisdom and knowledge. And you will also be avoiding a lot of trouble that always come through all those ungodliness anyway. There are a lot of troubles that come through ungodliness. Take, for example, those who are given to promiscuity and ungodliness like adultery and fornication, and they were bragging and boasting about it. But when you keep yourself away from those things and follow the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be keeping yourself away from all those sexually transmitted diseases like AIDS that is plaguing the world. So you can see that when you separate yourself, like God said, you are actually saving your own neck from trouble how much more you will be pleasing God and God will be blessing you with special gifts and gifts of the Holy Ghost that as we have mentioned that you can ask what you will. Say, if you abide in me and my word abide in you 
Then you shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. That was the promise given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of John, chapter 14. So abide in Christ. How do you abide in Christ? Keep to the word of the living God. Search the scriptures and know what God accepts. What is acceptable before God, and begin to do that. Touch not the unclean thing, like the Bible has said, and keep yourself separate from sinners. And also show that also says you should selectively be choosing what type of friends you want to work with because that's what the Bible said when you said in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 that be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion has light with darkness and what concord has Christ with Belial or what part has he that believeth with an infidel and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The Bible said, therefore, come out from among them. That doesn't mean you should leave this, your employment or run out of the city. It simply means don't participate in what they are participating in. In what all the ungodly and unbeliever people are running after, don't run after those things. Keep yourself pure. And be ye separate, say the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Touch not that embezzlement that the corrupted officials of the government are doing. Touch it not. Trust in the Lord to provide for you. Touch, touch not that bribes and bribery that all the world, all the police of the, of the nations are running after and perverting judgment just because they wanted money. Touch it not. You trust in the Lord God to provide for you. And godliness with contentment is a great gain. As the scripture has said. And God said, And I will receive you when you touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you, said the Lord. And will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. So, what do we learn from this first example of the story of Daniel? The first thing we learned is the fact that Daniel purposed to sanctify himself before God. So, for you and me to actually closely work with God... The first step for us to do is to sanctify ourselves. That is, separate yourself from ungodly things and from unbelievers. And the Lord God himself will begin to move closer to you. But he has actually called you first. And he himself is the one that is drawing you closer to himself. So it's not by your works of righteousness that you are going to please him. But you must be a Christian born again first. After you are born again, after you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you can begin to ask the Lord that, Lord, I want to follow thee. And the Lord himself will begin to help you to move closer to him in all the steps of keeping yourself free from sin and ungodliness. So like I'm, what I'm saying is this. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you have not been born again, all those works of righteousness is not what's going to please God. The first step you need to do first, if you that is listening to me have not been born again, is to be born again. And if you want to be born again today, like Jesus Christ said, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. I want to pray with you and ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and to give you the new birth, to wash you with his precious blood. That precious blood of Jesus is to remove the old and past sins and the future sins from you, to make you guiltless before God. It's only those who have been partakers of that sacrifice of Jesus by believing in it that are guiltless before God. Then, every work of righteousness you are doing is acceptable before God as a, as a means of getting blessings, of getting some more 
what we call some more reward from God. But without being born again, without believing in the blood of Jesus Christ, you can't even think of your righteousness as anything. Okay? Let me pray for you right now. Say it after me. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for me on the cross. Come into my heart and give me this new bath so that I be born again today. I thank you, Jesus. I confess you are my Lord and Savior. And I receive you into my heart today. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Father, I pray for all those who have listened. I pray that you will touch them and by your blood let them be washed clean. Let them keep themselves away from sin and from ungodliness from today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you. Now, I want you to write to us so that we can send you some more literature. Write to Evangelist Julius Adewumi. Gospel Distribution Ministry. Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. God bless you. On the internet, you can get our literature at www.gospeldistribution.org. Gospel Distribution, that's one word, gospeldistribution.org. And you can send us email, send email to webmaster at gospeldistribution.org. And we shall send you some more literatures. And Jesus Christ is coming soon. It is time for you to begin to keep yourself separate from sinners and look up because Christ loves you and wants you to move closer so that he can give you more spiritual gifts. Jesus is coming soon. God bless you.